0: Praveen Godan intends on uh, uh, appealing that high court ruling that came out on Friday. Very important precedent-setting ruling that came out of the high court. It was to be expected that it would be appealed, right? Because once again, government is telling, uh, the courts are telling government to do that the bare basics and minimum that it is supposed to be doing, such as protecting and asserting that certain rights of us do indeed exist, such as the right to access to education, healthcare, uh, safety, and security. Uh, Musi Mamane is quite upset that Praveen Godan uh, has chosen to appeal that ruling. Musi, you should have expected this. Should you not have?
1: Good morning, Oliver, and good morning to fellow South Africans. Uh, Upset is an understatement. I find it morally unconscionable that there can be a government who refuses to keep its citizens alive, safe, or educated. It is bizarre to me. And more seriously, you could argue the case that uh, they, they had the right to challenge the first court action. But once a court has given a particular judgment and direction, it means their argument had lost in court. Now they're trying to recycle it so as to avert accountability. And what is worse is that actually if this, if we were having this conversation and said, well, well, let's do something for ministers and fellow politicians, well, money would be found, action would be taken, no one would be challenging it in court. I find the actions of Minister Pravin Godan in this instance reprehensible, and really acting in the worst interest of the people of this country.
0: Yeah. Uh, Praveen claims that it is exactly those rights that they seek to preserve in the manner with which uh, load shedding is administered in the country, that it's administered to ensure that the grid does not collapse, because should it collapse, that there will be a total uh, blackout and that these rights would certainly uh, be eroded uh, and not be able to be protected your response then is to say, well, do something about it. Part of the court judgment and the order in in the Part A application here is to say if you can't do it through load shedding, provide alternative means such as reliable backup energy for schools, hospitals, clinics, as well as police stations. Given just how ubiquitous these institutions are in society, every town, district, uh, and village has a school, a hospital, or a clinic and a police station, or at least so we hope. It would cost government billions of rands to be able to ensure that they all have reliable backup electricity, right?
1: Well, more crucially... Imagine all the roof space of all the schools in this country, police stations and hospitals. Imagine if you layered all of that with solar. You would effectively reduce demand, contribute back into the grid, and actually avert the excess shortfall that causes load load shedding. So immediately, as an intervention, we are going to get through load shedding by reduction of demand. We are not going to be able to build quick enough. Secondly, when I tabled the 10-point plan, and even with Praveen Goddard, I said to him what is crucial that he needs to put on the table is the fact that build own, operate systems where people can come in, and if you've got capacity to build power stations, micro-power stations, whether it's safe, nuclear, gas, you need to be able to put that on the table. The suggestion that load-sharing is the only penalty that we've got at the moment is, in my humble opinion, a lazy government that has had 15 years of dithering on this issue. What is in fact happening? But Musi, sure, should
0: that be the course of action that they take? Again, billions of rands, potentially tens of billions of rands uh, that the fiscus may need to find somewhere. Take a look at our balance sheet. Where do you uh, think that money could be found?
1: Every single day, load shedding is costing our economy a billion rands. And I bet you now, if you ask citizens to make a contribution to that, uh, to be able to come in on board and be able to help schools find alternative energy in partnership with government, they would do it. But they are able to find money for every other thing. If you're, there's billions spent on ministers, as we sit here today, on their security, on their health care, and on energy. And I want to emphasize this fallacious argument that says, if we don't have load shedding, we're going to have a grid collapse. The truth is the effects of a grid collapse or the so-called effects that undermine all of those rights are already materializing for too many people. Children are dying in incubators, in hospitals because of load shedding. The reality is that we are going to hit a food shortage if we don't sort out load shedding. And more seriously, crime is increasing as a function of the fact that people's protective systems and police stations are not working. So now if you threaten people with the fear of a grid collapse, who exactly are you threatening? Because the majority of the people of this country who are poor are battling through this situation and are living through what Andre de Reca called, if we don't have load sharing, we'll have Venezuela. But I can assure you, citizens in this country are living through, load, through, through Venezuela once you have 11 hours of load sharing. So I do not buy the argument. I find the government really, in this instance, trying to obfuscate and move away from its fundamental responsibility, which is providing for constitutional rights
0: you compiling a petition what is that petition meant to do who are you submitting it to we are
1: submitting it to parliament because pravin doesn't 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 litigate that his personal money he uses yours and mine and my money so that we can he can fight that so we got to go back to parliament and insist that in fact uh we he must suspend this litigation and parliament must compel him to to comply with the judgment
0: great Parliament doesn't have that sort of power. You know that, right?
1: No. Actually, along with the presidency, this is about the morality of our country. And they are able to exercise what I believe from an executive point of view with a parliamentary pressure on it to say, let us deliver on the mandate that the people have asked us to do. Otherwise, effectively, you trigger a sense upon which the executive is not meeting its own constitutional responsibility. And then you have no legitimate government. That's, that's the bottom line. What the president comes to argue in court, which is to say no constitution forces him to provide electricity, is the shallowest argument I've ever heard. given the fact that it's not that it will spell it out that provide energy. It will say to him, protect the rights to health, education, etc. And if you, the only way you are able to do that is to ensure that there's energy on the table, just like the right to water and the right to other bulk infrastructure project will ensure that our rights are fulfilled.
0: You will ostensibly have to then uh, 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 respond to the uh, uh, the appeal by Praveen Godan, given that it was a full bench that heard the case within the High Court. The appeal will likely go to the Supreme Court of Appeal. Are you standing ready for that?
1: I have uh, been in, con- in conversation and brief with advocate uh, Tembe Ngugai-Tobi and the team that led the initial were exceptional South Africans and litigants We are going to take them on. But it's not only in the courts that we have to. Part of the petition is to make sure that Parliament is engaged on this issue. But then I'm calling on all of these structures, SATU, the teachers' union, uh, the Denosa, the health union, and the police unions. Because this is material to their members being able to do their jobs. They must come on board and we must meet the government on the streets. And we must ensure that on that court day, we are already marching against this government because it is undermining the people of this country.
0: Musi, are you saying to us that you're organizing for a national protest? Do you have a date in mind?
1: I'm waiting for Praveen to change his mind if he really is serious. If he fails to do that, I'm organizing one with all the people that I've already cited.
0: Just to be clear, Denosa as well as Satu are your co-applicants, correct?
1: Well, uh, SATU weren't in the initial court application that is on board, and I'm challenging them to say, uh, now you've seen what can happen. If you want your schools to remain in the dark, come join us. Even if you are not in the original applicant, come join us. Join the petition, join the protest, because this government needs to know that our rights are being undermined.
0: Musa Mamani, the leader of Build One South Africa, thank you so much for your time this morning. Really do appreciate it.